Motorsport Pills, hosted by Flavio Pasquarelli. Hello, hello, hello. As always, is your amazing host, Flavio Pasquarelli, and this is the final season finale of uh, Motorsport Pills. I am now transmitting live on Twitch with a small, a very special episode and also uh, doing a flight in the meantime. So I'm just recording this in bits whenever I can. And it's kind of nice. Uh, but, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of stuff. We're going to talk about the best races, best driver of the year. Uh, what you f- what has won, who has won the most driver of the days. And what do you think will be the next, or will be awaiting for 2021 seasons? All in all, with a very, very special episode and season finale of Motorsport Pills for you to enjoy. So, let's get on with it. So, first topic of the day, uh, it is going to be, what was the best race of the season for you? Oh, I have many. Uh, I do have plenty. Uh, Formula 1, the Formula 1, uh, Formula 1 has actually put some uh, some some races that were considered the best and uh, was between Austria was between Austria Great Britain 7th anniversary and then it was Italy Tuscany and it was uh Turkey and Sakir I don't know they were really good races all of them uh but I have if I have to pick my favorite it was surely Monza with the win of Pierre Gasly. It was just great. It was just the amazing race. Um, you know what? I've seen. We've seen great tracks. We're going to talk about also these new great tracks. Uh, but you know, Monza is always Monza. Um, Gasly winning that race. You know, out of nowhere. Uh, with the penalties applied to Hamilton. Oh my! Oh my! What was that race? Um. You know, talked. Uh, I talked with some uh, French guys, and they really said uh, our commentator couldn't stop screaming. And you know, it's a huge deal uh, for a French driver to win this, and yet Red Bull fucked up his career so so hard. Um, I just Red Bull fucked up his career so freaking freaking hard. Now we are um, in a point where. I don't know where he is gonna end, end up. Uh, but I sure I'm I I hope that I really hope that he'll do good. I really hope he will do something that's no reasonable. I want him to go well. I don't want him to fail because it's just will be a disappointment for everyone. Um, it's it's bad. He feels awful it feels really really awful um to see all of this stuff that that's that's incoming for him um it really feels horrible uh you know it 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 should feel really horrible for that and they should be ashamed red bull should be ashamed of focusing so much on max really leaving everyone out Max has just done, you know, what he could do, and then there's just too much focus on their first drive than they are on their second or third drive. Uh, it's 
it feels horrible for anybody who goes there. Because, uh, you know, it's sometimes such... Yeah, it's basically just Verstappen-focused, and that's that's not really the best uh, that you would love to see it. They're just ruined a lot of careers. Weber, they're going to ruin Perez. They have ruined Kvyat, they've ruined Gasly. It feels horrible. Uh, it really feels horrible. But, you know, seeing the fact that now Perez went with them, I don't think he's going to have any future after Red Bull. Uh, he's going to just, you know, retire. And it feels horrible. Someone like Checo that has won a race this year, won Sakia Grand Prix, which I have to say was a pretty eventful race also. Uh, you know, with George Russell being... So freaking unlucky, man. Um, he was freaking unlucky. Uh, I don't know how it ever happened that Mercedes fucked up so hard. Uh, it was, I mean, I mean, it was, it was not the best. It feels horrible. Uh, it feels horrible for George. He feels horrible for. Why am I Easter Ground Field? There's Roscoe. I don't know. Uh, Roscoe is Hamilton's um, dog, uh, by the way. And no, it feels horrible for them. It really feels bad. And I hopefully don't want to be in that situation. Talking about in general, talking about the new tracks and the tracks that were brought back. We've seen, we've seen Tuscany, Mugello. What I have to say about it. Um, just every driver loved it uh, for the thrill, for the challenge that Mugello gives its drivers. Drivers that they go through that part. Oh my. You think about the second sector, which is what people think the best, the best corners in, in all of the world. You know, you have the Casanova Savelli S and then the Arabiata 1 and Arabiata 2. And oh my, oh my, I, I I don't have anything to say. It's just so spectacular to drive, so spectacular to ride a motorbike on. And everyone thinks, you know, it's it's a special place. Uh, it's a really, really special place to be. And, you know, it can't host a Formula 1 Grand Prix regularly. But if it was a one-off, yet it was something that won't be remembered, won't be forgotten. It, it will still be remembered by a lot of people, including myself. Uh, it won't be forgotten. It won't be forgotten also because of, you know, the big crashes that happened. I don't think people will forget that. Because it, it was an eventful race. It was a really eventful race uh, for everyone. I might shut off uh, my explain. Yeah, I shut off the explain... Um, I shut off the explain uh, volume so that, you know, can focus on me a little bit more. But, yeah, it's just that. Um, I would love to see more tracks like that. Talking about Imola, lots of people loving it. Oh, lots of the drivers loving it. Not a very spectacular race, but surely a thrill to drive also. Um, very hard. Not one of my favorites, though. Yet, you can't deny the beauty of that track, man. 
you can't deny the beauty of that track and how how freaking it gives you chills like it's it's like Magella, it gives you thrills also you know when you talk about historic structure about the Nurburgring Nurburgring also gives you a lot, a lot of lots of memories you know from Norschleifer the GP track also brought up some uh, I mean good average racing uh, I hope it was better but you know turn one really really uh, went for what we we're expecting uh, you know, for all the things that happened also in the 24 hour of the Nürburgring, I normally uh, see most of the overtake uh, happening in turn one, and that's basically just because it's the easiest part when you go slower, and it's the easiest part to overtake there. I think, yeah, I think it just is a, is a nice place, it's a very nice track, surely the best one in Germany, uh, come on, surely the best one in Germany. Uh, about Turkey then, about Turkey, and about also Circuito de Algarve, about Portimao. Let's talk about first Portimao in chronological order. Uh, Portimao was also a, yeah, I mean, it's also a very good track. Uh, didn't bring such an amazing race, yet uh, I think that it brought a very, 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 very good uh, amount of, you know, challenge to drive for his swings up and down. It's a track where I've drove a lot of laps in uh, into race room and have to say it's pretty fun to drive. Um, Breakings are really, really hard. When you break, it's really, really hard it's really really hard to break properly and it's easy to miss the breaking points the fact that most of the corners are blind uh because you have got the constant elevation changes so most of the um, most of the corners are blind and you know that's just just wonderful uh wonderful to see that's really a nice. It's really a nice view. It's a, it's aesthetic track. It's a very aesthetic track, I'd say. Turkey also a very aesthetic track. The fur maybe the only track that I like. Uh, uh, maybe not. Maybe the only one. I think my one of best. Uh, Tilke's tracks. Surely when he did good tracks like Tilke did good tracks with, uh, you know Malaysia and um. Turkey were the good uh, Tilke tracks. I think those were the only good Tilke, Tilke tracks for me. I uh, know Turkey also was really liked by drivers. Uh, brought a normal race, not that uh, thrilling, yet we, we got the boring races when we expected it. Uh, Abu Dhabi and Spain, um, hmm, the boring races when we expected them. I'd say it was a nice, it was a nice race. Uh, yeah, also bought some racing, you know, from the old pilots, from the old drivers that used to drive on that track when it was, uh, like, 2011, they stopped using it, and, you know, it's such a waste of a great track, it's a huge waste of facilities, actually, I don't know why they don't use it, in fact, I do know why, um, I do know why they don't use it, and, uh, let's say it's something that's going to be a recurring theme of these episodes, you know. 
Uh, it's called Cash. Yeah, it's just uh, something who rules the Formula One world right now. Uh, it's called Cash. After that, we've got. My God, I can't talk. I need a, a glass of water. We've got Bahrain Outer, which brought, as we were expecting, great racing in both Formula Two and Formula One, with George Russell being there, and you know, being a, such an eventful race for uh, Mercedes. Mercedes being, you know, the ones to f up really, really hard there, and it feels horrible for them. It really feels horrible for them to you know f up so hard because you know George didn't deserve to George really deserved the win I don't know how they they effed so bad that George in the end was just come on come on how is it even possible yeah it, it hurts it, it, it really hurts being George and you know seeing what happened it's not the best view, I'd say. Not really the best uh, view, not the best thing to happen for someone, because uh, it's hard to digest. It's hard to digest. Let's say it's hard to digest. Um, about other races, what do you wanna? What do we wanna talk about? I don't really know. Uh, we can talk about drivers, surely. Driver of the year. Who was the driver of the year? I have to say, my driver of the year has to be my driver of the year has to be just not one, not the only one. I think is going to be my driver of the year, and it is drum roll. I was trying to do a drum roll by clapping hands. Uh, for me, it's going. The driver of the year, it's going to Carlos Sainz. Or to, yeah, it's going to Carlos Sainz for me. For a very specific reason. Very, very specific reason. He's going to Ferrari, but yet he got best of rest. And he really, really did did have a great season all the way. Uh, it was constant with his result. And that's good. The consistency that really brought him up and really made him such the, the driver he deserves it. He deserved it. I mean, he deserved at least uh, the podium he got. It was a. They didn't get many podiums, because uh, you know, like Ferrari had two podiums with Leclerc. I think they got one podium with um, Lando, one podium with uh, Carlos. I think, and yet they were constant. And what brought them to also for me, McLaren being the best team of the year, uh, team of the year surely goes to McLaren for their third place, and it it really says like, you know, we're coming up, we're going where we need to be. About the sad stuff though, um, Carlando is gonna be put to an end, and seeing how good, um, seeing how. How much they you know they love each other. Uh, they're really great friends, and I think that it will be hard also for them personally, you know, to say, "Oh, um, oh wow, I have really, really, I've really, really been unlucky with that." And 
yeah, it feels horrible for them. It really feels horrible for them uh, to be like this. But anyways, let's go forward. Let's move forward about this. Now, next topic to talk about today is going to be driver market. Uh, driver market is surely going to be uh, something we are, not most people are happy. Uh, you know, the fact that we now know the Formula 1 2021 lineups, which I'm also going... I'm going for the lineups and it's going to be hard. I'll go from top to bottom uh, in alphabetical order. We're starting with Alfa Romeo with Kimi Raikkonen and Antonio Giovinazzi. Kept the same. A duo that for me will work. Don't really don't really know. We have for maybe a surprise return for 2021. Yet I have to say he he should be consistent. He is consistent and he's a good driver, I'd say. Giovinazzi has a good he's a good one. I don't think he deserves to he, he didn't deserve a place. Then we go to Alpha Tori with Pierre Gasly. Um Oh my god. Uh Pierre Gasly and finally uh they've removed the torpedo. I'm kinda sad for him, but also I didn't really like him. Uh Yuki Tsunoda. Someone who arrived third in Formula 2 this year with a good title fight with Callum and Mick, even though it wasn't really fair because they were they had like a huge advantage. Uh, Tsunoda is going to be, a, I think it will be a pleasant surprise uh, for everyone. I like him. I really, really like him uh, driving Formula 1. And you see some Japanese back. There's a lot of Asians uh into uh formula 2 formula 3 formula 2 and formula 3 yet there's not one in formula 1 and now it's we have one alpine uh, alpine which is going to be the re name that renault is going to get and it is fernando alonso and esteban ocon alonso with making a comeback with his favorite team renault uh, I think he's going to have an amazing season. I just generally, I am really confident in him uh, to destroy Hawkon. He's going to destroy Hawkon totally. Uh, yet, he's going to have fun. He's going to go back and the Spaniard will surely, surely amuse us. Uh, because I love him. I really, really love him. I'm, I think he's a great guy. I think it's a great driver. What he did, Ferrari fucked up him also really high. They really fucked him up. Like they fucked him up, uh, like they fucked Vettel up. Uh, there was the true driver, the two drivers that really uh, went, were, were fucked by Ferrari. Then we have Aston Martin with Sebastian Vettel and Lance Stroll. What to say? Stroll being there for money, yet, yet he's proven himself wrong. I have to say, Straw, uh, I say, yeah, I don't say, yeah, he's a pay driver, yet he's good. He's not that bad, actually. Uh, he was a, sir, he was a Ferrari driver academy, uh, was a Ferrari, he was in the Ferrari driver academy, and I think, I really think he's some potential, he's shown off some potential with a good car, I think he can do well, uh, and we don't have to say just that is money, because, you know, the straw incident maker has, for me, 
it has been passed. It, I mean, it's changed. It has changed. Like, the person who's going to be next to him, Sebastian Vettel, is going to make him change. You know, has... I love Vettel. I think I'm going to support him no matter what, and he's going to get a win in 2021. I freaking say this here. He's going to get a win for 2021. Oh, 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 oh. he's going to get a, a very, very nice win. You know, saying F you to Ferrari, uh, he's going to get a win for 2021. And... Saying this, I really put my trust into him. I really put my trust in saying, you know, he hopefully they can't be focused on to they can't be focused on to um straw just because his dad, you know, owns Aston Martin. But I think he, they will do well together. They love each other, I think, in a weird way, but they love each other. And here comes a favorite Ferrari, Charles Leclerc, and Charles Leclerc and Carlos Sainz. Sainz has been like a, a very pleasant uh, surprise. Yet he is going to be a hole filler. I don't think he's going to be someone who's going to be stay for long. I think it's going to be for two years. Even though Ferrari is generally a team who uh, used really long contracts, he isn't going to be there for long. Uh. Because I think he's just, he is just going to be a filler for Schumacher when he gets back. When he gets uh, all the, we're going to talk about it later when he gets to Haas. But we know Charles Leclerc, we know what he deserves, we know how good he is. Yet we have Charles, we have Carlos Sainz, uh, which is kind of a doubt. He's a good one. He really is a good one. Yet. Yeah, he. I don't think he's. Yeah, he can't be up to Ferrari standards. Yeah, but I'm not really sure of this choice that they could have had. They could have kept Vettel. I think they could have kept Vettel. Uh, for even though it was hard because they couldn't just work with other with Charles and Seb. Sometimes just fought over each other a lot, and it wasn't a fair relationship. So I mean, Carlos will be better for Charles. I really think will be better type for Charles. Going on to Haas. Oh, that's the hard one. Weird, that's the hard one. Nikita Mazepin and Mick Schumacher. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. I'm happy for Schumacher. He won the championship in Formula 2 and so he deserves to be here. And oh my god, the name that name Schumacher is really, really, really uh, resounding in my head, though. <sighs> Let me breathe hard. Let me breathe really, really hard. Uh, he doesn't deserve to be here. Let's say it's just, again, daddy's money. This is pure daddy's money. Uh, you know, for what he did on social media, uh, the pictures that he posted, the fact that he posted that story and the apologies were left over the consequences were dealt internally by Haas and FIA was happy about that we're not happy about that we wanted Fittipaldi which you know there was that uh, Instagram bio where Nikita Mazepin removed that though Fittipaldi uh, put as F1 driver uh, there and I think it really feels awful you know knowing that such a dickhead 
I wasn't allowed to say that. I'll have to bleep it. Uh, but you know, such a dumbass is is there. He's he surely need needs some help. Haas needs some help, and he just needs to go. Uh, because he's he wasn't charged yet. He was he has been accused, you know, of criminal offenses. He's been accused of sexual assault. He has been accused of assault, yet nothing has been faced towards him. Imagine why. Uh, and it really, really feels awful. Um, he shouldn't be there. The place was for Callum or for Fittipaldi, but Mazepin shouldn't be there. And yeah, they need to get him off. They need to get him off like as soon as possible. Because he just... It shows how wrong this sport is. It shows how wrong Formula 1 is going. Uh, because, you know, you can't see the fact that talented drivers don't get seats. Drivers with money get seats. And that's freaking, freaking, freaking awful. Going over, we're going to McLaren, which has Lando Norris and Daniel Ricciardo. Ricciardo, which is the proper pronunciation. I'm really, uh, Lando, nothing to say, really great driver. Also, he he's a young, he's a young, great talent that's going to rule Formula 1 someday, I'm sure about it. And Daniel, oh my god. I mean, he's a great driver also. A person where, you know, Red Bull screwed him up so hard. And he got back, he got the, he invented the shoey. And he just, it's his signature move. Uh, and I think, you can't imagine how these two will get along. I mean, uh, will get along. Because think about two jokers like Lando and Daniel. Two enormous jokers like Daniel and Lando, how well they will do together. I think they'll really become great friends too. There will be a great relationship between the two. I'm sure about that. They'll have a lot of fun together. Then you have Valtteri Bottas, which Mercedes. Mercedes not having secured Hamilton, though I'm sure about it. And but Bottas, I mean, safe choice. And... No good, strong pace, constant uh, consistency also there, and really good. I mean, I don't have nothing to say for Mercedes. I do have quite to say to Red Bull, uh, how they effed up Albon and how they got Press to brace him. I mean, I'm happy for Press though. Red Bull will fuck him up so hard, uh, just because they're just they're too focused. They are too focused on Verstappen. They think it's a goat. I think it's good, yet note a goat. He is at the level, I think he's at the level of Charles, surely. Surely he's at the level of Charles. Can he win a championship? Yeah. Can he be that great of a championship? Can he be the new Hamilton? No. I don't think so. He misses sometimes consistency. He sometimes really misses consistency, which I think is a big key in Formula 1 and He's too nervy. He's too nervy. He just gets on his. He just sometimes you know is 
angry and will will do bad. Sometimes he's good and will do good. So it's really mood swings for him. And I don't think that's a great one. Uh, that's a great thing to be in Formula 1. But I do think he deserves it. I mean, he's a good driver. Nothing to say. Just to say, Williams with George Russell and Nicholas Latifi. Russell deserves the seat in Mercedes. He really deserves the seat in Mercedes. I think so. Yet he is still Williams. I think he he'll get time to row. Yet he's a he can be a goat. Uh, he's really really good. He's shown himself in Mercedes too. But also Latifi, which is not good. I have to say he is. He is not good. Okay, Latifi is not good. But, but, he's there again just for the money. You know why? Because his dad owns Safina. Safina is an enormous, is an, it's a gigantic food corporation. And as always, cash is king. Cash is king. Yeah, that's awful, yeah, it's always the same stuff. Cash is king. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Let's not talk about it. Um, we always end up talking about the same stuff, and it's bad. Because, you know, you see how the sport is really going to its... It's really going to himself up. And it's not a sport we all fans want. Um, all of us F1 fans don't want this sport. We want a sport that's fair to everybody, that everybody, you know, likes, enjoys. And we should do it. Uh, we really need to wait for a change when all of the old drivers are going to go away, like in two, three years, um, five years maybe. We're going to see a new generation of Formula One, and I'm pretty, pretty sure we'll have enormous fun. We're going to have a lot of fun with them. We, there's nothing to say. We are going to have a lot of fun with them. The, this new generation of Formula One will bring Formula One to its best. You now, seeing Schumacher and Leclerc with, in, with Ferrari, a McLaren that's finally competitive, a Mercedes done by George Russell. And another person there, and maybe not dominating again, uh, because you know there's Ferrari that's becoming more competitive. There's McLaren that's becoming more competitive. That's Red Bull that can really want if I four teams that can be at the top. Oh my! It can be a four team title fight, an eight driver title fight. You you know what I mean? It it could be amazing. It can really be amazing. We need to wait those time and we'll get there. I'm, sh I'm sure we'll get there. So as it states, I really think Formula 1 2020 season has been a great season. Um, no, seeing lots of tracks and seeing you know, how difficult the situation was brought us yet an amazing, amazing racing. Because it was... It was great to see all these old tracks and all of these old p old tracks and tracks that are really fun are not stupid like let's say uh, I, I a lot of tiltka tracks and so it's it, I'm happy for this I'm really really happy for this 
because it really made me fell in love with Formula One. I loved this season, how it went, and how this is the Formula One we were to see. Great racing, uh, even though Mercedes dominated, I don't give a heck. Uh, we're going to see great racing and we're going to see, have fun together. And we had fun this season, we had a lot of fun. And hopefully we'll expect something better for Formula One in 2022 uh, with the new regulation, which should balance Formula One out and we'll be ready for the new generation of Formula mm. One drivers to come. I've been very, very happy of how the podcast went. It, well, I mean, my motivation has been up and down. Sometimes podcast wasn't performing well. I found my way to it. And, you know, I've keep making uh, this podcast as I've always loved talking about Formula One. I you know talking about with people with, with Formula One. And I have to say that's because of you. Because, you know, the fact that I still, I see my analytics and I see, wow, people do like my podcast, you know people that are listening to this there are people listening to the podcast and yet i've been inconsistent i'm happy of how it went and it means it will be just a you know a test for the real one which is going to be 2021 season for all the season of 2021 we are going to have everything sorted out we might have a new logo we might have uh we might have a new sponsor. We might have sponsors. So I'm still sorting things out. But we'll have fun. We'll be together. And we've got another season to talk about, about motorsport altogether. Thank you very much to all of the people who listen to this podcast. Who follow this podcast on every episode. on No matter what, how much you've listened to it. Thank you very much for being here with me. Thank you very much for making me happy of making content. Thank you very much for making me... Making me realize a very good passion why make me put cars where i love them i love cars i love racing and that is this is my explanation and this is my me talking about stuff that i really love together with aviation it's been a great journey towards here and it's hard to say goodbye but not for long we're going to have some uh bonus episodes into winter break and we're going to have fun don't worry I've already got some content planned for winter break and it's going to be special podcast episodes, I'd say. Thank you very much for being here. Thank you very much for uh, being through all of this stuff. Thank you for myself. And we'll see you then in March for the next regular season of Motorsport Bills. Yet we'll see you for the bonus episodes that you will have fun at and will love all the time laugh out loud at those episodes thank you and see you next season